I think El Dorito would be a really good name for like a like a white dude as a luchador. My name's El Dorito. Yeah, he's <laughs> his brother in uh, Mexico right now. Sam Adonis. El Dorito. Yeah. No, he's Sam Adonis. Oh. He's like El on, Cool Ranch. He's like the son of uh, <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump, isn't that his name? Or it's something. It's a, this gimmick's a good Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, gets the most heat ever. Who was yeah. <laughs> who was that indie wrestler who wrestled as, as like the liberal or like the progressive yeah. liberal? The progressive he actually liberal. has a Zane? he actually has a store on Water Maneuver. Yeah. Water Maneuver. I was really? gonna yeah. say, do you guys know uh, Effie who wrestles for Fest? Mm-mm. Uh-huh. No. Oh, they're awesome. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. I think I do, but that's about it. Yeah. No, Effie's awesome. Um, they're just like a. I don't know the best way to describe it. Do you? No. No. Okay. Sorry. I'm like being really bad with this. I have to pop. I have to pop yeah. on the Google machine. <laughs> I don't know the best way to describe them, but they're awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, hello. Welcome to Genuine the Wrestle Boys, a podcast <laughs> of four friends, my better friends who love professional wrestling. This time we have five friends again. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Isai. Oh no. I'm the oh, Chase Owens no. of this podcast. Oh, no, you're not. No. <laughs> what does that? What you're... does it mean? Don't do that. Friends with Coda? Yeah. It's like you're the forgotten member of the Bullet Club that just hangs around because you get the merch and the royalties. I'm the Captain New Japan. (laughs) I'm either the Chase Owens, but I'd rather be the Tokyo Pimp so I can have a muffin ass. Is that her (laughs) name? Or ass muffin? It's Muffin Ass. Okay. Everybody follow Muffin Ass on Instagram. That's the girl that comes out with Yujiro Takahashi. I don't like her. I'm Muffin Ass. I mean, I have Just kidding. I'm her. Zach. She thinks she's Ariana Grande with like her bunny ears. Hell yeah. yeah. Shout out. Don't forget three. It's <laughs> a good ass song. Shout out, Gabe. <laughs> um, so today, we're not going to talk about... I mean, we're going to talk about some things that happened, but we're not going to recap anything. What? Um... What? Let's just let's get into this first thing. Huh? We're gonna <laughs> little special what was little, that? little special ep. <laughs> what? Oh, We're just gonna do this the whole time. It's gonna be forty eight minutes do, of I, this. I do feel like this episode is gonna be ninety percent off of the rails. I don't mm. think so. And ten percent on We're them. We're actually not talking about anything silly. Well, okay, we're talking about something silly. I, you think I can't? You think I can't sneak a double toilet? Any- <laughs> I bet I can sneak a double toilet anywhere. I'll sneak a double. No, you, you'd be I surprised. Mean, I, there's some stuff that happened this week that I'd like to stick in a double toilet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about wrestling being a bummer, specifically towards women, and what happened this week or last week. I would um, say. I would say. Uh, Especially with like towards bullying people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. So Naya and Alexa Bliss are in a feud, and Isa, you are a very better storyteller than I am because I just said the phrase "very better." <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't we, or anyone else can explain it. So essentially, they have been best friends. Um, for a while, apparently, um, even on Total Divas and going back to their stint in NXT and the developmental, and so it's been you know where it's been shown on camera that Alexa is just using and manipulating Nia. She belittle, belittles her, talks about like make sure everybody knows that she's different. This, this, and that. Um, and then we'll just say you know I love you and stuff like that, and be like, hey, but we're buds, so it's cool, tough love. And so then finally, um, 
they just conveniently had a camera that was just rolling before an interview because WWE production team apparently just real sucks throwing them <laughs> under the bus and it's just like Alexa and Mickey Talk is like oh Naya she's just all different and she's bigger and she's you know an idiot and she's a called stupid Shrek I think yeah called her Shrek and said she was as stupid as she was big yeah and like being big jerks like essentially just like bullying her and all the while Naya's standing in the ring in front Listen. of the crowd watching it on the tight yeah run. and then she goes back to go attack him they run out blah 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 she the, fucking rips the pu- fucking part that room yeah. yeah i will say that these wwe when wwe does these storylines it bums me out a lot because they have a huge tendency to not let the heels get their comeuppance where it makes sense and you're like almost feel vindicated for the for the baby face they've done this before like almost this exact thing they've done with uh mickey james who if you've seen her she looks like she hasn't changed um Mm -hmm. in her figure but years ago she like the exact same person she is now but michelle mccool and layla were saying she was big and we're calling her piggy james yeah wasn't john cena behind that yes um, well, it's just like before I hate the storyline, but I'm going to go into it. Um, right before like the whole storyline happened with uh, Kane and Lita, one of the things was Trish Stratus was uh, say, kept saying like Lita gained weight. Like basically she was making fun of her for being big because they were going at a storyline where she was pregnant. But still, I, I didn't like it yeah. at the time. Mm. Yeah. But it's just like so essentially they're just body shaming her and just bullying her. Yeah. And they're they, they have a tendency to bully people in this company. I mean, Jim Ross has been mocked like openly by the company, by Vince and fucking self, right after he had a fucking bout of like his Bell's palsy. Yeah. Like the next week they had this thing where like Vince was giving him like uh, a fucking uh, colonoscopy. Yeah, and it's like just this bullshit like that. Yeah, and then like I mean, they even ran like the Mickey thing back like a year ago with her age, like yeah, and like we're saying how old she was, and then she, Alexa went over and like and Mickey James is like the same age as AJ Styles and Oscar, like she's not old. Yeah, like at well, all. I mean, like and do the ends justify the means? And the if the faces go over, if the face actually gets like vindicated, then you can be like, hey. There's some resolve. There's some resolve, and like in the story, in the grand scheme of things, the storyline would be like, hey, you know, it's fine. Like you can be whoever you want, and like if that's the story you're telling, that's great. But WWE has never gone down that road. No. And so that's why it's always like really been like, we brought this up. I don't think on the podcast we're just sitting here talking almost like the Booker T thing. Booker T Triple H. Yeah, Booker T Triple H, and it's like, okay, you know what? If he comes and he wins that title, then he is fucking vindicated. All this racism. It's not like it's not like it's not like it goes away, but it's like it's like fuck yeah, he did it, and he showed everybody that said he couldn't, and like the bad guy that was like said that people like you can do. Oh no, fuck you, I can. But no, he fucking lost. That's what WWE does. He doesn't fucking attack. lost and he got buried in it. Like Triple H hits a pedigree and then takes 20 seconds to, to fucking cover him. him. Come on now. Um, one of the things that really bugs me about this, which I guess you can make an argument that like, oh, this kind of reflects real life, is just like you have Alexa Bliss, who's essentially like their golden girl right now. The whole time she's been on the main roster, aside from like her first three months, she's held a title. Um, so you have her, who's just this like really beautiful like straight white girl who's bullying a plus size woman of color and Um, in real life too alexa like is very open about her like struggles with bulimia in the past like her like a person who had an eating disorder like going down this road like 
and you know Naya's been very open about being bullied because of her size when yeah. she's a mm-hmm. fucking plus size model like one it doesn't matter how you look like it shouldn't that shouldn't be the angle to take but it's the most ridiculous thing to yeah. like, even try to bring that and up and that's uh, the thing that I think is interesting too is like that Naya outside of her work with WWE is like big on like body positivity and mm-hmm. and the message with this and like so it's like I don't know if that's sort of what they're trying to factor in with the storyline I mean I'm giving too much of a benefit of the doubt to be like she can overcome or whatever like which is dumb but it's like is that what they're going for with this yeah like, I don't know it's just like one of the things is just like I feel like whenever they have a storyline with the women disagreeing it always goes to their looks or like like you were talking about with Mickey James just like her age and just so on and I wish it would kind of just be something else like even with like Bailey and Sasha Banks it's just like oh like one of them's like women are catty and like they're always arguing over these things I wish it was a little bit deeper than that Mm -hmm. and not so much superficial Um, especially because we're in a time in WWE where we can have someone like Nia Jax you know who they're they're pushing in the right direction I feel like just the storyline's not there um, and she's inspiring to many, many people just being her size. And mm-hmm. I know I've been pretty vocal about I've had binge eating problems and like just seeing someone like Nia Jax succeeding and being pushed the way she is is awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. Is there like an argument where Nia does win? And then people who are inspired by Naya, like, that's good for them. But that's the thing where I'm like, I can almost like I, I don't agree with how they no, women I'm not saying I like it. Yeah, but. no, no. But I, I I feel like you can see it because it's almost like this is a real life issue where she's overcoming her bully. So I feel like it can be a good story. But at the same time, it's just like because it's WWE and they take things too far all the time. It, yeah. It's it's almost like a double edged. Yeah. Story. And it won't play out. Right. Like, yeah. are they, they're not going to do the right thing. That's kind this. of the thing is like, I don't think like I want them to do the right thing. And if you play it out the right way where she does overcome and it's like at the end, like the big like thing is like, hey, like it doesn't matter. And like, look, she's fucking standing tall at WrestleMania as a champion. And mm-hmm. it's like, cool. Like, you know, anybody of any size and color, whatever can do whatever you put your mind to. And um yes that'd be great but their fucking track record with just these things is never good or just things in general using like real life things i mean they everything always just comes off in such bad taste i mean when they fucking brought up reed flair um uh, dying uh, like against charlotte and it's like that was the real reason why she became wrestlers for her brother who passed away damn and like they fucking like brought up like his death and like it was in poor taste or like when Eddie Guerrero died and like Rey Mysterio's whole fucking title reign was that Eddie was gone and he got that spot because he was dead. Yeah. And like they brought up like Batista was like Eddie's dead. And then like Randy Orton was like Eddie's in hell. Yeah. It's like they don't do these things well. Yeah. And so when you're sitting here on this on this company that's supposed to be now so forward thinking. Right. Now, now they're so fucking progressive. They got like Stephanie McMahon, like leading their public image in a certain direction, and Triple H trying to lead things in a certain direction. And you have this old fucking man in the back that's pulling the other way. It's like, and he's the guy with the, the final say. It's like you like you just see this and what they're fucking standing at, and you're like, this isn't gonna go well. And yeah. you just get really antsy, and you're like, fuck, this well, is gonna come suck. up with like what ten thousand dumbass storylines for the guys. Like, try something new. Yeah. yeah, don't go back to the same well over and over. That and like, 
or just like make it so like like they're friends and she kept just manipulating yeah, exactly. her for like just to like win matches but then she's like well where's my shot and she's you, like oh you don't get this you can, and have it go off of just the title not the fact you that you can even uh, have Alexa say like for the reason like oh because like I needed like muscle like or like you're stronger than me like make it so like I needed like backup not make it about like oh because you're big like that's like the negative way of putting Naya's size. I feel like one of the biggest issues, and as much as I hate to credit this person sometimes, um, Dave Meltzer brought up that it's all men writers writing for women. They don't have women writing for women, and I feel like this is the way that men within the... Com as much as I hate to say it, like we can all agree that most of the wrestling fan base isn't very progressive. Yeah, This is the way oh, yeah. that they stereotype women, so they're writing these storylines being like, oh, this is how women are. They're all catty. They all hate each other. They're all picking on each other because how they look. So they go with these storylines realizing like you want to be this progressive movement within the sports industry and you want to talk about all this good you're doing. We have like four women, uh, four different matches involving women on WrestleMania, but then you want to go back... 10 steps back I guess is what I'm looking to say and you know just go back to the same old stereotypes it's like two steps forward two steps back right thing. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like yeah it was because that used to be like the big thing with the with the divas division is like there wasn't necessarily like heels and faces and they'd be like oh they just all don't like each other because yeah. that's just how women that's are just how women Literally. and then they're like, getting puppies Book, yeah. Like people like Booker T say, like says that for a shoot says that he believes that like yeah. he said like n women don't like each other right like, no women like each other like so that's just like the whole mindset the whole time and like even if like Alex this was Alexa in like Naya's like storyline idea of them saying like hey let's tell this inspirational story they're not the ones that are gonna like be the ones in charge of how it's pr actually presented on TV really no matter the work they do like i think naya's been doing incredible work like she's been crying on tv like on command like and stuff like that so like and also just the way they're pushing alexa's character right now because she's also being a racist shithead to oscar yeah it's like so yep. it doesn't make me feel confident that all of this is her idea to make her like the biggest bully it makes me feel like oh let's make her a bully to everyone exactly and, and she doesn't end up it's not Alexa that looks bad. It's WWE that's and looking bad. Also, right. I'm very afraid that Alexa is going to somehow beat Nia at WrestleMania because that she fuck. dropped the SmackDown title at WrestleMania last year even and has had the title for all this long. It feels like the thing where they go, oh, you've been carrying this title for so long. Let's actually give you your WrestleMania moment. And that's terrifying. Yeah. 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 And just like back to one of the things like when Isai was talking about, like just back in the Divas division, um, when I first started watching, like AJ Lee just started her reign. And I think uh, a lot of people really loved the promos that AJ like would cut on the Divas division, especially when Total Divas just dropped. But it, it was the same thing. Like one of my biggest issues with it was I think there was great that there was someone like AJ Lee who's like an advocate for mental health, and she has a really really great book that really fucking hit home with me. That but, is getting adapted to a TV show. Yeah, which oh, is rad. fucking amazing, and she's the producer of it, which I think is awesome. But her promos were just degrading women. Like she would degrade the Bellas because like. They wanted to wear heels and they wanted to dress up and they were more of the model type. Like it was never anything just being like, hey, we're all fucking working super hard. Like, let's bring this up. It was just like, like, hey, I'm the best. You guys are all just fucking plastic models and you don't work for anything. And like, I feel like that's just always been an issue with WWE their, and their women's. Their storyline then was the divas versus the AJ Lee, basically the, the, the wrestler ones. But it was like, yeah, it was just like. It was done. It's like, yeah. no, like, 
be like you be sex positive and stuff like you be like everything you want to be like if you're a if you want to be a slut and you want to be like you know promiscuous that's your fucking decision with your life like fuck yeah like i'm all about that like as long as you aren't don't hurt other people with your li- like life decisions and stuff like that yeah, should do, be do like an thing. option presented yeah. like she is not a good wrestler at all unfortunately but like the character Vanessa Bourne has in NXT like 100% is like I'm promiscuous and dress provocatively and that's my decision and like that's done well I wish she was a better wrestler but like that it's not presented in like a shitty way mm-hmm. right and that's the thing I love like just like WWE right now has so many different types of women, like just from the Bellas to Nia Jax to Asuka to Bailey, Sasha Banks, fucking Shayna Baszler. And it, it like, I just feel like they need more people who know how to write for them mm-hmm. because the storylines they're getting, like it doesn't appeal to women because it's not in this era. It's not progressive towards women. And to go along with that, when they started really kind of coming alive with women's wrestling is when they hired a women's wrestler to become a, a coach and a trainer. Right. And then, lo and behold, look what happens in the women's division. So you get somebody that actually has been there and, like, done things and knows exactly, like, their psychology and everything that they're going to need to do to really get over. And boom, like, we have the fucking, like, NXT women's wrestling boom that, like, started, like, in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense. At least they, like, get, like, a couple fucking, like... Like, even just let Sarah Del Rey just, like, go help out and, like, in the writing room. It's well, like, yeah, hey, hold on, that, guys. All this is whole, dumb as shit. Yeah. The whole company, I think, would benefit from having storylines written by people with different perspectives. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Or, like, get, like, you know, people that they have, like, that they do work with but not haven't been working as much lately. Like, Lita, get fucking Lita into, like, the writing room, at least occasionally, to talk to them about their women's storylines. Like, yeah. or they people could, are in the company. Like, or they could just hire women's writers. Or they could just hire, like... like that I'm speaking I, at like the bare minimum. Yeah, like, just, I'm, I'm wondering if any women have tried to like become a writer. Like, here's the thing. Like, I know they have women's writers, but I don't think okay. they've ever had a head woman writer, and that's the big issue because, like, at the end of the day, it's like the head writers and Vince have the final say. They need to get like even Stephanie McMahon. They just need someone in that that state of mind who kind of has more progressive thinking. You don't want Stephanie McMahon well, as a no, writer. No. <laughs> she but already just, was had a creative before. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, you like you need a woman in, the, in that role who has progressive thinking to at least be like, hey, like, this is okay, this isn't in this day and age. Or it would be great. It would be like, have a like a separate writing for that di- just division in general. Yeah. Where it's like, let the fucking like, regular Raw team do the Roman show. And it's like, hey, also, here's the people who are going to be doing ideas for the women's division. Mm-hmm. And then do the same for the Cruiserweight show. And for every different, like, division, like, you have different writers. Because then you can get, like, different perspectives and everything doesn't meld together into, yeah. like, six hours of the and same if you're, show. if you're bored with, like, some of the products, like, oh, at least the women's stuff's cool, like, right now. And you could tell it's from different angles or something. Yeah. But Which will bring the show alive, especially if we're getting three fucking hours of it. That's Monday. really their biggest issue right now because it's constant. They're, like, you know, like I said, I listen to The Observer and they're constantly talking about viewership and how they can't keep women and i feel like that's the biggest issue because almost any girl i talk to who gets into wrestling right now it's always through the women but i feel like the storylines turn everyone off Mm -hmm. because it's just like no like this isn't how we are so to me it's not relatable at times uh i think watching nxt when sasha and bailey were feuding was really the point where i was like this is relatable um 
where I think the shit they're doing right now with like Alexa Bliss, it's like, I don't relate to this at all. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was thinking of. Like, is everything in the NXT developmental? Cause like, like even the writing, yeah. Cause maybe there's some like women's writers there. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Cause the head NXT writer got moved up to the main roster because of that. It's it's another guy. It's essentially just one guy in Hunter. He's doing he's doing mixed match challenge right now. Yeah, actually. but it's it's one other guy in, in a Triple H that just do the writing, and then he has his producers, which is um, like the head the head trainers and I think like fucking Red Rooster and shit. Yeah, but even like if you look at like I cannot remember that guy's name, but like Ryan look, Ward. Yeah, like the way that they've been writing women in the mixed match challenge is great. Like mm-hmm. and like and NXT. Except and, they're trying to make every one of them like be like sexual partners with each other. I actually I think the Charlotte like Bobby Roode one is just kind of a natural thing. Yeah. Because like they post like that on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think they just have like a, a, a chemistry together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also like they have like had like Carmella and Big E like wasn't really that's just like that's, that's just friendship. fun. That's just fun friendship. Like the way they're writing it is like much better, and like it's the way that NXT majority. writing was was better under him. Like there need to be women writers, but if like not, as again saying bare minimum, at least get someone who like has a proven track record of mm-hmm. doing it. Like do it. Like versus the just absolute horseshit that's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. especially just like honoring a woman like Mula, who, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, like. They even said, like, she's the big reason women's wrestling in WWE was the way it was for the longest time. She did not believe that women should punch each other. She didn't believe it should be believable. So the reason we had the divas that we did for the longest time was because that was Moolah's point of view. And she, v- Vince Sr., right. like, he was always like, hey, he, like, he told Vince, like, Moolah's someone you always need to treat well because, like, that was his girl. So, like. And she literally owned the belt. Literally. Yeah, she would. She would not drop the belt to she anyone. Owned yeah, she literally she, owned it. Yeah, I'm reading no. a fantastic book right now. It's the Sisterhood of the Square Circle. Yes, it's the history of women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I like. It's taken me a long time to read because I got so sad getting through the Mula section. Yeah, because like of how she held. So, so yeah. just to, this is like jumping ahead with the Mula stuff. Hold on, that was a great segue, Jenna. But um, <laughs> to jump, kind of jumping ahead, this will bring us all around. Is that Triple H? Said that they don't want to have China in the Hall of Fame. He's like, I don't want my uh, my daughters to go online and search on China and find out what she did. It's like motherfuckers. They couldn't even Google search Fabulous Moolah. Just yeah. put Fabulous Moolah on Google, hit enter, and be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be fucking honoring her with a right. fucking match. Also, here's the thing. Jesus, speaking as a and, and a literal SEO expert, it's my it's my <laughs> job. They can fucking bury that. Like they can bury China, any issues with China if they want to. I could give like give me a couple months like you can bury that under your own results they like the no one here's some seo statistics 98 percent of searchers never reach page two wwe could literally make it the first page is all their own results damn and they could bury that if they wanted to it's just like wwe just like making up their own history just pisses me off to no degree and it's just like you know like they want to sit here and like make moolah and may young to be out these like fabulous people and they have these women like cut these interviews where it's like if you like i don't know just like me going to like wizard world and like listening to like uh aj lee and stuff talk like they'll never tell you their favorite wrestlers fabulous moolah they'll say manami toyota bull nakano like all these different women but the minute they're on wwe television like they make them say 
oh, like, Mulo is just, like, this trailblazer for women's rights and it's just, like, like, all this stuff. And it's like, no, she pimped out women to be assaulted and j- t- took their money for training them, essentially. Yeah, she didn't want any of them to be, like, better than her, so she'd have, like, students trained. Yeah. yeah. Like, students instead. It's like, what? Yeah. Made them live on her property and they'd have to pay her rent. They, she was also their manager. would take 20% at least mm-hmm. of each payday they got, like purposefully would hold people down like not drop the belt ever so she was always champion like absolute just terrible person and one of the things you really have to think about was like back then women's wrestling was like a sideshow like it was almost treated as a joke so it's not like they were making good money or anything she she was taking the little that they made and just just on top of everything else it just annoys me yeah that's a bummer and then everybody just remembers the two like lovable grandmas that were doing crazy stuff on mm-hmm. the Attitude Era. Yeah, not the horrible person that Fabius Mula was. And like her trainees were coming out, it's like, no, you can't do this. Yeah, like she like there's like a lot of like stories of her like literally forcing her students to have sex with her and her husband, like yeah. raping these like her students. The reason why that Vince Senior, I heard this on uh, with Dave Meltzer, is that uh, she would have her students go out to all the different territories and get all the information and bring it back to Mula, who would get, bring it to Vince Senior. So that's why she was Jesus. always taken care of, because she was like the mole. It mm-hmm. sounds fake. It, no. Wrestling is such a fucking weird, like, especially carny. Well, you talk, she talks stuff like that. That, that. that sounds like some carny shit. Like, yeah, that's some yeah. fucking carny shit. Um, but yeah, the reason we're talking about the fabulous moolah is because WWE did a good thing by there's the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. It opens WrestleMania. Um, they're doing one for all the women, um, but they named it after the fabulous moolah. A day after they named it, there was this huge backlash. People were writing letters to the, the Mars brand, um, and Snickers got it cut. That's so yeah. shout Snick- out main, Snickers, main yeah. sponsor of WrestleMania. Yeah, like, that is cool. And they like before like anything like before WWE like released any statement about changing it. Like they released a statement saying like yeah. that they they like basically said like we just found out that they named this after you know they didn't even mention Fabulous Moolah in it. They just said a wrestler with you know like um, some like issues that we're looking into like, that were like. De- we, what they say they, detest unacceptable unacceptable yeah like unacceptable like things and we're we're looking at we're communicating with WWE about our opinions on this and then and the, they changed it in four days which good on them but fuck you I mean, for doing it in the first place money fucking talks but no it's because this is like this is where it gets weird because I think that Vince doesn't know like Vince is like in this like weird bubble. Well, and I guess it was his dad. Yeah. So like, well, his dad said always take care of Mula, so he did. Mm-hmm. He he was actually he always the people that Vince Senior said to take care of he actually always did. Mm. But um, which was like Freddie Blassie and like Fabulous Mula and all these people. But um, I think that he lives in this world that he's created himself so much. That he doesn't see like these things that everybody else with common sense and that lives outside the bubble that he lives in see. And so like when he has people who probably don't want to step on his toes 
like who could still be a little bit more progressive minded like we'll just throw out like these people always get brought up like Triple H and Stephanie mm-hmm. like hey maybe we shouldn't do that he's like no why not like well it was great look how long she was championing in the company yeah. in his mind he's like that that that's, this makes sense he's so like fucking blinded by WWE and like by his bubble that he created and just by this like, he stuck it in the fucking 50s mm-hmm. like is that's where his head is is that like I don't think he fucking gets it like he just doesn't know yeah. and to him he's just like well I don't know what's wrong like I don't know why people are mad I know and it takes until somebody like until saying, Snickers goes hey we're not gonna pay for we're this we're gonna fucking take this money he's like okay fucking we'll fucking change it then. we'll just name <laughs> yeah. it the women's ro- like rumble instead of give it to, like a, to a, the name to another I'm person I'm gonna guess yeah. it's because they have a giant statue of moolah ready for it already just like they do for the andre <laughs> yeah and they can't make another statue that fast and so they're gonna wait a year and name it after someone else yeah i hope so like even if they don't like i think china's more than fucking deserving she was the only yeah, women's it, intercontinental yeah. champion in wwe history and she was in the royal rumble a battle royal yeah like yeah like i i would love if it was named after her obviously because personal reasons that'll never happen but um even if they named it after fucking Tristratus, like, I don't care. Like, literally anyone who was not a piece of gar- garbage. So, the Stephanie McMahon presents the U.S. Women's Soccer Team, Venus and Serena Williams, Ronda Rousey Invitational, brought to you by Stephanie McMahon. That no, sounds because, sick. because Ronda Rousey's name's involved. Oh, yeah. Shit, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I forgot I mean, she's a superstar th- now. Yeah, like, I mean, this is a company that still has the Ultimate Warrior Award for, like, for inspirational children being inspirational and stuff and he was a fucking homophobe who like said gay people should all be killed and weren't human and said that victims of hurricane katrina deserved it yeah. Jesus, i don't know i feel like someone i would really love to see honored is miss elizabeth because i feel like that'd they never really cool. give her that, that'd recognition. be great Lady. Yeah, Dude, seriously. And, yeah, and it's just like this whole idea of like, oh, like googling is bullshit because Sonny's in their fucking Hall of Fame. Like, I don't know. I feel like by his own reflection. One of their biggest things a few years ago was inducting Alundra Blaze and her most famous opponents, Bull Nakano, and like they won't induct her because she got fired for doing coke. You know, so it's just like things like that. Even though, like, she's, like, one of the biggest names in women's Japanese like, wrestling. Like, like, fucking, just, like, there's so many women that they glorify. And I, like, fucking, like, any of, like, the ones that, like, the Alundra Blaze fucking battle royal. Yeah. Like, anybody but fucking Moolah. Yeah. yeah. The fucking Leilani Kai or, like, Wendy Richter, like, royal battle Sensational royal. Sensational Sherry. Like, yeah. fucking someone. They won't do her because she died of an OD. I wish they'd do Luna Vachon because I What about I the Stephanie McMahon battle royale? That's what I was, yeah. The, I don't care name it after <laughs> stephanie mcmahon like that doesn't even bug me anymore she created women's wrestling like she's probably cool. a trash person but <laughs> but my father created this company as long as the graphic she keeps showing up guys <laughs> as long as the graphics just like a picture of her and her face crinkle <laughs> like, like one thing i did find pretty interesting like her tweet about it i felt a little subtweety of her dad like because she like was the one who announced it on twitter officially and was like saying like after careful consideration it feels like it really felt like her and hunter were just going why th- why why are we doing this why the fuck are we naming it after moolah vince and he just wouldn't listen and it was a vince decision well one of the things that i don't know it reminded me of when she said use your voice was like when that hashtag originally was going around um there was a speech i can't remember who did it but stephanie mcmahon tweeted about how much she liked it and aj lee responded to it and she said your your women's wrestlers have like made like merch selling records they've been in the highest rated segments with men and they get paid 
lower than half the wage like and then she put like hashtag user voice and like Stephanie McMahon was just like thanks AJ for using your voice and then you know she ended up retiring because people were so shitty to her in the company so it's just like to me like that's like what I think of when I see that was I'm like oh she's just playing face you know yeah yeah so much corporate bullshit yeah yeah Forgot. I had like a really funny joke I was gonna say, but I don't remember what it was. Now. <laughs> was it about remember. fingies? I'm really ah, bummed out. About it. I don't know. Like, this is gonna be a good one. And oh, then yeah. like I like froze. I'm like, oh, I don't remember anything now. Pepsi dumpster. Pepsi fucking dumpster. That's what this fucking that company is. Sometimes a fucking Pepsi dumpster. It's a Pepsi, yeah. Pepsi dumpster. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. It's yeah. like, like seriously, like fucking like think like well, get Vince McMahon out of the like naming thing but like their brand fucking like ambassador pretty much Stephanie McMahon who's their fucking like chief brand officer let her name everything mm-hmm. that's her fucking job is to make sure they can placate to all these like fucking people and charities like fucking do business yeah. right you morons I, it's, a, it's astonishing <laughs> I'm angry right now well, it's, a, it's yeah. astonishing how much of an ego Vince McMahon has to have because of what you were saying how much he this is this, more than half of his life has been in this bubble of mm-hmm. like of of what he's created, so it's like I, his ego is fucking astounding. That's why it's probably buzz with Trump saying, but like, yeah. fucking, I don't know. It, it blows me away, and it's like I hate it. I don't want to wish like, oh, but there's that thought in everyone's mind like when Vince McMahon dies, are things gonna get better? And I don't know. I don't know. It's like you really don't know because it's like you have you can't just blame Vince like solely because you have people in there like fucking Kevin Dunn who have been there forever who probably have the same exact that thinking. That bucktooth beavered motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. Jim Cornette. <laughs> I mean, Jim Cornette's a trash person yeah, too. Yeah, that's yeah. the best quote of him ever. But uh, yeah, it's like you have people there who have that backwards thinking who have been there forever because they're Vince guys. So it's like, you know, you don't know if Triple H is like actually a good person and he's going to fire them all or like what's going to happen, but... Well, that's why uh, Triple H is like assembling his team of guys, right. which I think we have a good understanding of where he's going to at least take things and what he likes is because that's what NXT is because right. Vince doesn't touch it. Vince touches things, they turn into 205 Live <laughs> and then like Triple H has to go and like try to rescue it. Yeah. I mean, and you look at like a pretty equivalent example, like the Mae Young Classic, that's a Triple H like thing and they did like... When that was announced, like I remember a lot of people going, "Oh fuck, they better not name this after Moolah," and then they didn't. They named it after Mae Young, and then the one that seems like more of a Vince creation. Oh, they they named it after <laughs> Moolah. Yeah, I mean, I guess one of the most promising things is that of all the NXT champions, I think there's only been two white women who have been champions, because it went from Paige to Charlotte to Sasha to Bailey to um, Asuka to Ember Moon. So I feel that's like, sick. Yeah. yeah. So I think with that and just with all of the you missed the uh, very historic run of vacant. Yeah, Paige to Charlotte. No, vacant. Paige to Charlotte. Are you talking about vacant? Yeah. No, it was after Oscar vacant. No, there was it. a vacant period when Paige and Charlotte. Because yeah. remember, that's when Natty versus Charlotte happened. Yeah, but there's there's you missed vacant's runs. They had so many good runs. No, I'm gonna become a wrestler with the name vacant. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna have immediately have like 50 title reigns. Can your name just be TBA. <laughs> it's uh, v- vacant is uh, already has a couple matches on Mania right now. Anyway, so it's cool. On my Excel spreadsheet of re- of title reigns of for for every single title, there's actually it shows up as. Like an entry. So. Does, does vacant have more than Goldberg? 
Well, Goldberg only has like a couple. Yes. So. Well, oh yeah, I meant like his the days, the fake days. Yes. Oh, his streak. Oh, days wise, uh, probably still because that's since you know forever. <laughs> no. Um. Well, yeah. Sometimes wrestling is a big bummer. Yeah. So we could just dive into how much of a bummer wrestling can be. Yeah. Probably... We wanted. I know. So much. Just, I've watched too long, easy. and I could just fucking yell about this all night. We wanted to keep it specific but um we're gonna cut this one short for y'all because sometimes you have to listen to us talk for two hours <laughs> so this, also, is a, this is coming out tree fort week everyone's busy yeah this well, is just to kind of get you by a short you're a boise person we have some non boise listeners yeah. but. <laughs> sorry to leave you on a little wrestling bummer yeah we'll oh. be back next also, week there's good double toilets and fingies <laughs> yeah, there's also good stuff in wrestling just focus on that yeah. for a while there's great good there's great stuff but we'll talk about that next time a little bit yeah yeah um, but yeah, if you want, you can follow me um, on Instagram at Bugazi, on Twitter at Ostercoaster. Um, by this time, we probably have merch at uh, What a Maneuver. Um, what a Maneuver. Also, just check them out because they're rad and a bunch of cool stuff in their store. And the guy's very nice. Um, Michael Jackson, very nice guy. Direct to go mm-hmm. printing, they make awesome stuff, and they give more money to the wrestlers and podcast personalities. Yeah. And it's just cool to support things that you enjoy. Yeah. Support, on a t shirt. Support things on a shirt, like any, bread that says Trent under it. If any yes. of y'all are like parents, they have baby onesies as options. So, like, Hell buy yeah. our merch on a baby onesie. You can get it on a short. You can get on a tank top you can get on a hoodie you can get on a crew neck you can get on that's i think that's or a yeah. baby onesie that's can you get it, it on the kind of uh yes. top that uh braun Strowman wears <laughs> oh the, I, no the, you can the, get the, it the yes. workout yes tank? yes cool you can get on kfc buckets the, the, oh yes <laughs> the nip slip the nip slip and top yeah you can get on kfc buckets filled with gravy <laughs> The big cast cut with your nipples just out. The nipspiracy. <laughs> I keep forgetting he exists. Stop. I'm fine with him not existing. Right? Is it like, I, I feel like if he doesn't show up out. at the, if he doesn't show up at the, uh, oh damn, I was going to say the draft. The, I feel like he will show up at the draft. But if he doesn't, is he just out? And can we have that? Can we just like have him like Crossing not my be a guy? Thingies. Why would he need back? Why would we don't need him? Yeah, he can't do anything singles. Yeah. He needs no, like, it was fine. He's going to go to 205 Live. He's, he's going to come back real soon. He's thin. like real fucked, isn't he? Yeah. He's super fucked. Yeah. Don't bring him back. We yeah, have nothing for you. Good luck with future endeavors. Oh, my God. Third Large bludgeon Cassidy. brother. Third bludgeon oh, brother. No. Oh, no. No. He has a terrible beard. <laughs> he could be in the Mistourage. 305 Live actually becomes a thing just for big cast. <laughs> I'd watch I don't think he can waste 305, though. He's a thin boy. Oh, they can build him. Yeah, they lie. Oh, he's kind of doughy. They lie about his height. <laughs> I, sure. he could, they, I think they just He's six two, foot eight. And five. you can't teach that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at WrestleDrums on the internet. Uh, my dog is at Zeno Paparino on Instagram. Shout out. Thank you for coming to Tree Fort. It'll music. probably be out before your session. You can plug it. All right. If you're going to be in town for Tree Fort Music Festival uh, any of these days, uh, it'll be uh, thir- Thursday evening going into Friday morning, 1240 in the morning. Red Hands Black Feet is playing a show. Uh, it's going to be one of our last shows with that name. We're switching it up. Um, can we say it's not Dilbert? <laughs> It might be Dilbert. No, don't. He's a bad boy. Yeah, not you Dilbert. You don't want to go from bad to bad. That's true. I mean, your name's not bad, but you know, I, know. I know why you're changing it. Right. It's yeah. It's a. We'll put it up on our uh, social media stuff if you're curious. But uh, we'll be changing it soon. I think we'll be announcing it right on Tree Fort. Anyway, that said, it'll be happening in Tom Graney's basement. 
Um, and then Friday, the following day, at 4.10 in the afternoon, Urban Outfielders will be playing at Urban Out, the old Urban Outfitters, the Boise All Ages Music Project pop-up venue this year. Very excited to play that. Um, yeah. And that's an All Ages one, for sure. So, good times. Rocking and rolling. Thank you. Follow me at Dad on Twitter. And at My Chemical Dad Pants Great on name. Instagram. Great name. Follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter and at GenuineWrestleBoys on Instagram. You can check out my band, Wild Spells, playing Treefort as well. The original, not Dilbert. The original, not Dilbert. Um, on Saturday at 5.30 p.m., again at the old Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Eater of OV Worlds and Instagram at Teenage Colts. And if you would like to see some awesome women's wrestling, watch Shimmer Woman Athletes, Shine, Rise, JWP, Stardom, and Ice Ribbon Promotions. You can follow me at Duck Shirt. Follow me through Albertsons on Park Center as I wander through the aisles. I also frequent Fred Meyer up on Federal Way. Mm. Nice. That's a good nice. one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I was there last night. Good Freddy's. Like three hours last night. Jesus, why? <laughs> Somebody was looking at home decor and oh. home goods. Yeah. You can get lost You're in nice. a Freddy's. I get it. Yeah. I mean, like lost in a good way, like in your mind, you know. Yeah. Like, Enjoying you get lost in a Freddy's shake. <laughs> we don't got Fred Meyer where I'm from. We just got the Meyer. That's the true. Meyer. Yeah, it's spelled like M E I J E R. I'm so mad at it. Was it the same? Welcome to the Meyer. It's no. like a trashier version version of Fred Meyer. Rad. <laughs> it's like a terrible place. It's like <laughs> it's like if Walmart and Fred Meyer were together. Nice. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um, quick story: When I went to the Philippines in high school, uh, build churches for the Lord. No, taught basketball to kids for the Lord. That's uh, even that's right. Fuck yeah, we that's did. like Dogwood going there to teach kids how to skate for Jesus. Yeah, well, skate for I Jesus. A that was called Walter Mart. A <laughs> picture Mart. of it. It's fuck, that's so cool. Yeah. I, I fuck with Walter Mart. That Walter sounds, Mart. Hey, so shout bad. out Walter Payne. <laughs> Doing a Walt splash in your memory. No, she's not. <laughs> but we are gonna invite a bunch of French girls to a super kick party. That's a real inside joke. Yeah. Well, happy Rusev Day, everybody. And WrestleBoys316 says... Walt Splash everyone. No. Fuck Snapchat. Rihanna forever. Walt Splash everyone.